Nobody read short stories. Hi everyone, I'm Jeremy. And I'm Megan. And you're watching Nobody Read Short Stories, Cranky Edition, where writers talk about writing. Yes, and are listening to us for all of our all of our podcast listeners. Um, you can find all of our regular episodes on our website, nobodyreadshortstories.com. And now we're cranking cranky. We're cranking cranky. I'm still not used to not having an intro, Megan. Yeah, it's a little weird. I feel like I'm naked. I'm like, what am I forgetting? Did I screw something up? Oh, speaking You're of screwing something up, do, you, do should we talk about this? Yeah, go ahead. So y'all, you probably, the people who didn't catch it, I was a real idiot last episode, and I was so confident about the things I was saying. Uh, me and Megan were talking about two different authors. Megan was talking about Kurt Vonnegut. And I heard K and just went in a rampage. Uh, I was talking about Ken Follett. So if things didn't- Who is the um, correct writer of Pillars of the Earth, not Kurt Vonnegut. Yeah, Megan was just like, she went with it apparently, right? When I, when I said Pillars of the Earth, what did you think? I was like, um, I don't know. I don't, I'm, don't remember that Carvonica title, but I haven't read everything. I'm surprised we were able to still have a conversation, even though we, we weren't talking about the same author. Oh, I'm so yeah. dumb sometimes. Well, but that's okay. It happens. There's a lot of writers out there, and it's hard to keep them all straight. Yeah, so... but it's also me. So there's a there's a. I'm surprised this has not happened before this episode. It's true. It's true. If we've gotten this far and this is the first time we've had to do a correction like that, I feel like we're doing pretty good. Yeah, I got off of this cranky talk with <laughs> Megan and I got a text from my mom. From my mom. And she was like, what are you talking about? I never read that author. <laughs> Leave it to your mom to call you out. Yes. So that was a mistake. Um Obviously, I'm so embarrassed. I'll never, I'll never be able to talk on Cranky Talk again. Oh my gosh! <laughs> no, yeah. it's well, amusing. You're only, you're only human. Only human. Well, actually, yes. I'm not. I'm an out, out, outer space alien. Megan, you have another book, of course. You always have a book that you read. What book do you want to talk about? I know you're waiting. I want to talk about the short stories by Jess Walter in a book called We Live in Water. I That's a great title. Loved it, right? I thought so. I I loved this collection. It's a little bit um, different than the stories, the short stories that I've been reading lately. Every one of the characters in his in his short stories are what we would call, I guess, like fringe characters. Like there's a story about someone who's homeless. There's uh, there's mm. crooks and there's mobsters and there's um, working class folks and it was um, it was just really interesting to read these stories because um, they're about these people that I think we would on the surface generally see as being like hard or malicious people but Jess Walter does a great job of showing us their softer spot mm. uh, especially when they have interactions with younger people or with children like you really see how um you know someone who might have a dark past can really whose heart can be um heartstrings can be pulled by you know an interaction with a child or so is it one of those um, things where 
he sets you up to think a specific thing about the character, like that they're almost like a stereotype, and then somehow he subverts them by showing a kernel of their humanity. Is that what you're talking about? Absolutely. Yeah. And he does it. um, He writes about these rough people, but he, but not in a stereotypical sort of way, you know, he's showing those complexities and, but without like making it cheesy or subverting their roughness or subverting their real life experiences in any kind of way. You feel like you're in these stories, you feel like you're living with like real people who are complex. Um, One of my favorite, um, I'm, I'm going to be careful talking about these stories because a lot of Mm. these stories have sort of surprises in them. And so I don't want to give anything away, but there's this wonderful story about this guy who works at a plant and he's got three kids and he's got this jar that he keeps money in for, to save up for the family vacation. And he realizes that somebody's taking the quarters out of the vacation jar and he knows that it's one of his kids. And so he's like, the whole story is about him like trying to figure out which one of his kids is a thief and his you know his wife thinks he's crazy and his coworkers thinks he's crazy and it's all about like him him and his judgment of his kids and like other people like him being judged as a kid and the ending was just priceless i'm not gonna give it away but it's so good um he like pretends that he's going to work and and sneaks back into his house one Saturday and like sits in the closet to try oh to figure out like, who, which one of his kids is the thief. And it's so, it's so good. Um, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of turns in these stories where turn, you think it's going to turn one is way the, and then, well, you're going to say what a turn is. Yeah. So you think that the story is going to go one way and then it, it doesn't either. It, you know, he's leading you down one path and then he, takes a hard a hard left turn or a hard right turn and you're like oh that's what he was saying this whole time and they're just they're just really well written and you you know these characters like you um his his descriptions of certain things are so poignant like there's this one story about this um older man who picks up his stepfather from prison every week to take him to get his kidney dialysis and uh the stepfather like basically runs away and wants to go fishing and he has this can of corn and um at first the the stepson is like you know forget you you don't want to die and not have dialysis that's fine but then he feels bad and so he goes down to the fishing hole with the with his stepdad and he gets there's a description of him punching the kernel of corn with the fish hook to use as bait and it was just so poignant and like descriptive Mm. and and Jess Walter's descriptions of very simple things like that he uses them in a way that really like punctuates the moment you know where you're just kind of going around going along and you're feeling the world and you're feeling the descriptions of the environment and then there's like that puncture of the corn skin that's just like oh that you know you just you feel it and you're Mm. not really sure why but it's like that description plus the emotion of the time or the emotion of the moment, like just really. How do you find your books? Like you're, you're just, you have a really good, what's it called? Like uh, of books that you like, that you find that you, you like versus ones that you don't like, how do you do that? <laughs> you keep asking me this question, Jeremy. I don't know what else I, to do. I, I don't understand. <laughs> like, I, I think you're a sorceress or something. Um. Well, as I've said, I'll finish my thought. Yeah. As I've said before, I just, read a lot of description. Mm. 
You know, I read a lot of descriptions. And when I read the description of Jess Walter's books, I thought, or his short stories, I thought, oh, these are characters that I'm going to like. And these are worlds that I can relate to and find commonality with. So um, I'm going to give it a try. And if they weren't good, I wouldn't have continued to read them. But I was like enamored and I love them. Go for you, Megan. Go for you. We we pretty Thank much you. finished that cranky talk. That was one of the ones where we ended. And we still got a scare from Megan. So it was just wonderful. <laughs> we didn't leave you hanging on anything on this one. Yay. So if you haven't already, please go to our YouTube page and like and subscribe and leave us a comment. Let us know what you thought of tonight's show. Um, and if you haven't subscribed to our audio podcast, please go to Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or Stitcher. And you can take us with you wherever you go. We're also on social media. Some people are on social media more than they should be. Uh, so you can find us on- Jeremy's pointing at himself. <laughs> well, you don't have to tell the podcast listeners that. That was a secret for the YouTube <laughs> listeners, Megan. So there's Instagram, uh, Facebook, and YouTube. We're on those. And then if you guys are missing clothes, if y'all are missing clothes, you should check out our merchandise and we can like be worn by you. I heard the quality Um, is good. Megan, can you say this better than I'm saying it right now? (laughs) If you go to Nobody Reads Short Stories, there's a link to Nobody Reads Short Stories uh, merchandise. And um, it's in bright orange and purple and black colors, our logo that you'll find on our podcast and on um, YouTube and yes, there are clothes and there are fanny packs and there are socks and there are pillows and you can live in a nor- nobody read short stories world uh, in every part of your life. So please go there and buy something. All of the proceeds that we get from the merchandise will go back into the podcast. We are looking to upgrade uh, for season two, um, our platform so that we can bring in more people to entertain you. Megan has a website, so if you want to find out information about her, go to MeganAMorrison.com. And anytime she has something she wants Juicy to share, she's going to share it. Uh, mine is JeremyRaysStories.com. I do the same, and then I also have a micro story every week. And are we forgetting something? It feels like we're forgetting something in this outro. Um, I also just want to remind everybody that that if they're feeling generous, we also have um, a, a PayPal account on nobodyreadshortstories.com where you can give us a little monetary love if you're feeling uh, generous in that way. No pressure. And we will be back next week. We're we're finishing our reading of like submissions and obviously we can't say anything. Megan, I might blurt something out, so shut us down if I do, but... Okay, I just want to say that we're. I'm really excited Me about too. all the wonderful submissions. If you submitted a story, thank you so much. It's been such, uh, such a cool experience. To, I'm so excited about the like the diversity of stories yeah. that we've received. We've been um, just getting to read everyone's story and hear everyone's different style has has been so much fun. So uh, thank you, everyone, and we hope to let everybody know very shortly. Um, how we're going to move forward in season two. Yeah, come back next week and we'll have more cranky things to say on Cranky Talk. Woohoo! Thank you guys. Bye. No one reads short stories anymore. I really don't know what they're written for. Go write a 
short story and throw it out the door Cause no one reads short stories Funny, sad, or gory No one reads short stories